Welcome to this video on cybersecurity insurance. My name is John Denton, and I've got a couple of businesses, business ready for sale and business owners taking action. And it's my pleasure today to have Jody Williams, who is one of my business owners taking action mentoring group members uh, with me today. Jody is an insurance broker. And one of the questions that comes up all the time when we talk about cybersecurity and cyber attacks is, oh, can I get insurance for that? And so Jody's going to answer some of those questions because, uh, Jody, it seems like every day there's there's news, there are items in the news about cyber attacks and identity theft and scams. And recently the ABC reported two building and construction companies in the Northern Territory of Australia paid out over half a million dollars each to scammers' bank accounts. I mean, you know, it's it's just incredible what's going on. So, you know, is there a way that a business can insure against this sort of thing? Hi, John. Um, yes, definitely. And it is in the media a lot lately. Um, the media like to tell you about all the big incidents that have happened um, because it affects everyone uh, if your personal data is stolen. Um, but they don't talk much about the smaller guys, the small to medium businesses, the business owners or the mums and dads that have also been scammed. And um, there's lots of options out there um, for different types of insurances that businesses can purchase. Um, there's even options out there for insurance that a family can purchase to protect themselves personally. Yeah, I mean, identity theft is is one uh, one of our other members was telling us recently about um, she submitted a she's a tax agent and submitted a tax return for a, a business only for it to be rejected by the tax office um, because the tax office said no you you've already submitted that tax return and we've paid you a refund. <laughs> I mean, I, I laugh, but it's it's a you know it's a hell of a job to get out of that. It is, and it's more common than what you think. Um, I think there's possibly some people out there that don't say much. Um, I mean, you, you ask around with your friends who's had their Facebook profile hacked. Um, mm. There's lots of common things, and the these um, cyber attackers will piece together information from you personally and from your business and over a period of years to put together a profile and sell it on the dark web. So someone will eventually you know, has all your information, which is it's a bit of a threat. Yes. Mm, okay. So what sort of insurance can I get? Um, so we sell to um to businesses, small business or business owners, um, cyber insurance, which is uh, it's been around for quite a few years now. It's one of the most under purchased insurance products in the market. Um, which is quite sad because I think it really is one of the biggest risks these days and it's a risk that can really damage your business if you've lost a large amount of money or if you've lost your data. Um, the In simple terms, the policy um, covers three things. Um, it'll cover your um, your money or and your data um, and we call that first first-party loss. 
Um, and then you can extend the cover to cover third-party loss, which is like if you're in control of your client's data or your client's funds, you might run a trust account or you might be a medical centre that has client's data. And then if you lose that, and then the third level of cover is, well, the third part of the cover is um, the insurer will pay for costs to help you rebuild your reputation or replace your lost income. So there's really three sections there. The third section comes with every single policy, but then you need to chat to your broker about are you just wanting to protect your own money and your own data or you wanting to protect yours and your clients? Um, and then you've got to think about your employees as well. We all hold employee details on files of tax file numbers and next of kin and all those bits and pieces. So it's, it can be quite complicated. We might ask quite a few questions. Well, that's that's good. And it's, um, it is up to the business owner. It's the business owner's responsibility to um, protect not only their own information, but the information of everybody else that they deal with as well. I mean, you've got suppliers and clients and as you say staff as well so yes there's a um there's a document john um under cyber cyber.gov.au um is a really good website for where businesses and just mums and dads can start from and there's a guide there that's free um that's put out by the government on how to be um, cyber safe in your business so you can have a look at that and take those steps before you look at insurance I mean insurance is is not the first portal port of what do you call it insurance is not the first line of defense um, mm. it should always be your backup plan when all the other plans have failed and that's a really good place to start is that document so um, if any business owners are interested in that document I can always send the link out okay and uh, so you, there are certain things that you can do to protect your business, obviously, and um, we've had a session in the group recently on that, which is available on video if people go to my website at johndenton.com.au. Um, so are there things that, um, like if I put in a claim and there are certain things that I haven't done, certain initial steps that I haven't done that will invalidate the claim? Yes, there is. I mean. When you apply for the insurance, there's questions that the insurer will ask you about what protection you have in place already, such as firewalls, um, updating your passwords or using a password manager um, or updating your apps and all your security as they become uh, available. So if you don't follow those steps of, of what you've answered yes to, um, then of course the insurer won't pay. Um, but I think the most important thing is um, don't panic. And the first thing you do is you pull the plug and don't pay the ransom and then call me. And um, don't keep your insurance policy number in your computer because, of course, when you get an attack, you can't access it. You need to print it out and put it somewhere <laughs> or put it in your phone, something really simple. Um there's nothing worse than having your employees turn up to work on a Monday morning and file all your files are corrupted and they can't even work out um, what insurance policy or what to do if the business owner's not there. Mm, yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> it's a bit like doing backups. Don't do backups and leave them in the office. Um, that's right. If the place burns down, you've lost the backups as well. It's a bit like trying so. to ring your telephone company when your phone doesn't work. 
<laughs> yes, very good example. Yeah. Okay. Um, how much does it cost? Is it is it expensive? Um, it depends, obviously, on your occupation, what you do, what data you hold, um, the levels of cover that you want, and how big your business is. But you could sort of budget from five hundred dollars a year upwards. Um, we get the odd policy here and there that's less than $500 a year. Um, and I think it's really important to at least have a, a little bit of cover is better than none. Um, but yeah, they from $500 upwards. And then, um, the, you know, the rumor is that Medibank couldn't afford their renewal for their cyber insurance. So I wouldn't have an idea of how much their premium was, but it was apparently more than what they thought the importance was. Mm, okay. Best we don't talk about them too much. Uh, if if I pay or if a, if a business owner, I mean, quite a common one, as, as you said before, is you know someone in the in the business pays money into a bank account, and that bank account is a scammer's bank account. So they think they're paying a supplier or someone, and it goes in. Can I get that money back from insurance? You can, yes, if you've got the correct cover, if you've got the first party cover um, and you need to take the steps as a business owner to have what we call dual authentication. So you, you call your client and you verify their bank details over the phone as well as in writing and um, it's either dual authentication and some of the insurers have to have dual sign-off on transfers and some of them don't. So it's really important for the business owner to discuss with the broker. Is there just one person paying the bank and paying all the transfers or is there two people to sign? But definitely, yes, I've had clients that have lost money, um, $40,000 where a hacker has been in their email for six months or more and has changed the rules on the Outlook so that any emails coming from the accounts team gets put into a separate folder and the business owner's away and he's watching his emails from his mobile phone and he doesn't notice and they got the accounts to transfer $40,000 to a bank account and it looked legit. Yeah. But yes, they got it back. They got it back. Yeah, with all the technology these days, the scammers are using it to their full advantage as well. So it's can be quite difficult to pick up a scam sometimes. Yes. Sorry, um, on that, yeah, I've got um, – I'm partnering with an IT company who um, will be providing training to my clients, my client base, on how to identify scams and how to be more cyber aware, and we provide that to our, to our existing clients for free. Um, so there's definitely lots of training and free advice out there to educate you and your staff how to identify first. Fantastic. So if people want to know more about cyber insurance and, and getting some of this training, providing they become a client, then how can they contact you, Jody? They can either contact me by mobile phone uh, or the easiest way is to go through my website, which is www.jodywilliams.com.au. And that's J-O-D-Y, williams.com.au. Okay, beautiful. And if they're smart, they will do that. <laughs> Don't wait until it's uh, too late and you've been scammed or locked out of your systems. It is a bit of an irony to ask someone to contact me through the website when it's about cyber. 
But if you if you're scared, you can always give me a call on the phone. Okay. All right, Jody. Thanks very much for that. And I hope that's been helpful for everyone. And if you want to get a copy of this video, you can go to johndenton.com.au and go to videos. So thank you very much for watching and bye for now. Thank you, John. Thank you.